Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! Ladies and germs and theys and thems, welcome to episode 198? 199? Nine of Do Not Relent. I know the numbers. I know the numbers. I'm Slide Whistle. Let the Kitsune guide you. It is I, Immunization, a.k.a. your new Kiriko main. And it's me, Aaron, Fire Mage Extraordinaire and Horde Punching Bag. And much like my good friend Christian Pratt, I've been working on my new special DNR voice. It'll be like something you've never even heard. And I'm ready to unveil it right now. Oh, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Hey, guys. It's me, Aaron, from the Do Not Relent podcast. What do you think? Hey, that's actually pretty good. You know, I, I can dig it. It's definitely like nothing I've ever heard before. Ha ha ha, the joke being <laughs> Chris Pratt said that I, he will not be doing the it's me Mario voice, but he's like, it's going to be something. And when he said something, he meant his voice. But the movie looks good, so that's good. Yeah, the art style looks pretty good for it, I'd have to say. Like, I, I, like I kind of get the voices. It's kind of... I don't know. Why didn't they just have Charlie do the voice the entire time? Yeah, and also, very unpopular opinion, I absolutely love Jack Black. That was just him yelling in other movies, too. That trailer was very short, but Keegan-Michael Key was the only one who put in effort. I was really hoping he was going to do an honest-to-God, like, Toad impersonation the entire time. Hey, it's me! And just, like, <laughs> ruin his vocal cords. Uh, kind of like the how far all toad type videos, but like those people, those people like must fry their voices. Uh. They train for months to do the three minutes that it requires to sing the Moana song. Much like I fried my fingers playing the World of Warcraft this week, and by playing I meant learning of the World of Warcraft this week. We got plenty of updates, and we're here to shell them out. But I guess real quick before we get into that, normally at the top of the episode, when we get a review, we will take we would like take a shot and read it. But I don't know about you guys, I kind of feel like vetoing the shot this week because I feel like all these recent reviews we got aren't real. I mean, they are, but like they aren't. It's it's a big hollow effort, and it is all thanks to if my sources are correct here. Bonusroll.gg, uh, they're holding a contest, correct? Yeah, so they told us that they were going to have a contest before they announced it. And I was like, okay. And they told us it was like, okay, so everybody who writes a review from this point forward will be entered into a drawing to win beta beta Dragonflight keys. And I was like, uh, okay, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, so we like woke up the other day to having, let me count here, one, two, three, four, five, six new reviews, and I noticed a lot of other WoW podcasts have reviews from the same people, and they all are like copy-paste reviews, I'm like, this is weird. So how many of these people are like the same people, or how many are different? I mean, we got three. I guess just read them just so we can get an idea of what's going on. Yeah, I'll just read them real fast because there's not much uh, substance to these. We have a five-star review from Zombie Joe that just says, Dragonflight hype, fantastic. We have a five-star from Nicole Steiner that says, Dragonflight, good listen while working. We have a five-star review from Cerberus that just says, Dragonflight, good listen. And then we have a five-star review from Don that says, Dragonflight, that says, thank you for making us feel the powerful wow. Huh? We have a five-star review from Arrow that says, shameless, I'm just here for the beta key. And then we have a five-star review from Beyond the Blood that just says, DF Hype, great podcast, can't wait to hear more. Okay, we, we got one great, that, that could be a listener, maybe. <laughs> I don't think, that's the hey, come thing, on. that's the unfortunate thing, and especially because they're all five stars too, it has lessened the legitimacy of now any review that we get, unless they specifically state content that's in there, I'm just going to assume that someone who's like late for the contest... And also, and also, I don't mean to be controversial, the fact that they're all five stars, I'm sure that raised a bunch of poopy shows. I'm sure there's some shows that are giving, like, two, three-star performances that are boosted because people just, I'm sure five is the standard, and it's just, like, great thing. And then you, you just leave the review and leave, hoping you got your key, 
And all of a sudden, we're doing misinformation. This is like when YouTube <laughs> took away the dislike button. Well, it's not just that, too. It's, it's mostly those, like, dead podcasts are getting five-star reviews or ones that haven't posted in, like, three or four years because they're dead. It's like, what? Yeah, like, no offense to Frazzlecast or Morally Gray, but they haven't released episodes in a long time, but they got a bunch of reviews. I'm like, guys, like, I just don't understand. Like, I mean, not to shit on Bonus Roll, but, like... Their directory has always sucked ever since they launched, but <laughs> it's it's just it's just been a, a strangely created website, a doodly designed website that is now even less legitimate. Yeah, I I honestly I feel like the switch from what was their old name? I forgot their old name. Warcraft. Warcraft Radio. Yeah. Yeah, from from the Warcraft Radio podcast directory to Bonus Troll has been kind of messy. Like like the sorting doesn't work. So like I mean. Not to be like, well, we have a lot of reviews, but we we did have a lot of, we had like 20-something reviews, and when you sort it by like most reviewed, we should be like number three. We're on like page eight. <laughs> We're not even the first seven pages. And it's like, that seems weird. So in these uh, people's defense, like they probably just opened the directory and then reviewed like the first page of people, which honestly, with how shitty bonus roll site is, the first page of WoW Podcasts, probably 80% of them haven't created any content in the last three years yeah so it's just it's very weird so i wonder how they're gonna handle this contest because i mean they can see the reviews not I mean, well I, guess, I mean i mean at the end of the day they got the clicks they got the clicks to the website but like i guess long term i don't know how this is gonna I work mean, out i fully <laughs> believe they'll just find a friend of theirs claim they left a review and then give it to them but, like, they don't have to do that. Like, they can give anyone, like, they, they have it. Ways to give actual people keys. Like, and they've done it before. <laughs> like, they, that's how we got our key. Like, <laughs> it's very interesting. Well, if, if any of you are real, please stand up. Uh, I'm really hoping that there's, like, <laughs> just, what if there was one real person in the Th middle of that? There is one like, diamond in the rough that was just like, I mean, I was at work. I didn't have enough time to leave a thorough review, but I do really like you guys. And it's Nicole Steiner, Scott Steiner's long-lost niece. She's a big fan of him, big pop-up She pump. said, thanks for naming, like, episode 48 after my uncle, the big bad booty dragon. <laughs> Forgot about that one. That's a good one. Speaking of big bad booty dragons, uh, another little tidbit that I saw today was the Drakthir Evoker flirts and jokes have been released. And I just thought about it. These are the first new ones with the new direction in regards to Warcraft sexuality. Oh, yeah. I didn't think about that in terms of it. Oh, let me, let me go right to these flirts then. And I can say they are tame, which is fine because we're treading a, th a thin line to even still have these. But we run the gamut from such things as those claws look heavy. How about you let me hold one? I want to be the wind beneath your wings. With you and me together, the sky's the limit. Or, careful, my gaze can melt your heart. Literally. So, it's good to see that the, there's still some fun in them. But it's very obvious that we no longer have the, like, let me <laughs> fuck you. Hey, you know, I mean, it all depends on how much stank they put on it. Like, you bring the dungeon, I'll bring the thud dragon. That like, that <laughs> is the that was the one I saw today. That was like we could put a little spice on that. That could that could be a penis in a hole joke. I look good from scale to tail. <sighs> was that sexy? But also like. With some of these customization options, you could just have skills like on your hip bone, and then like that's like attached to your tail. So like that only like that little part of your body looks good. Yeah, yeah I, I guess you're right. Okay, there's one you can put more stink on. Cold blooded, not a chance. How about I warm things up for you? When I see you, I lose all of my fire resistance. <laughs> That's for old heads. People be like, I remember fire resistance. Oh, wait, I didn't realize we got a Shrek joke in here. Okay. What do dragons and onions have in common? They both have layers. Get it? Layers. Okay, we got a, we got some Shrek representation up in here. Hold on, hold on. I'm seeing some, some Worgen reference here. Sound the alarm, everyone. Worgen reference. 
I showed my tail to one of those wolf people, but they just looked sad and walked away. I wonder why. Blizzard, you better remove that because tails better be coming soon. Yeah, I saw Kalis actually tweet about this, and she's like, oh my god, guys, I've been included in Dragonflight. Because, like, you know, <laughs> she's probably the most vocal person on Twitter about getting Worgen's tails. Oh, I was trying to find it, and I couldn't find it. I thought you were making that up. I'm like, that's not on here. And then there it is. <laughs> okay, I found it. For some reason, only the women say it, it looks like. So I guess the men just don't show off their tailophanalia to their friends. Oh, someone's my favorite place is the library. You could say I'm a real bookworm. Get it, worm. Okay, you don't gotta say get it, worm. You could just say bookworm. You could never have too many Drakthir. We scale really well. That was regrettable. Yeah, there's a lot of like lol XD, and then it's just like, oh, sorry, I'm totes awkward. Also, is a bronze dragon is never late, nor are they early. They arrive precisely when they so mean to. The a joke? Yeah, okay, that's what I thought. It's a, it has to be reference to Lord of the Rings, right? Yes. We we can't we we can't get too blue with these. We gotta get we gotta get literary references, and they gotta be pretty dry. Hey, we got Shrek. Okay, Shrek is in World of Warcraft. That's something. Would you say? Would you consider Shrek a classic now that it is twenty-two plus years old? Shrek was a classic. Shrek 2 was a classic the day it came out. Instant classic, baby. <laughs> top 10, top 5, top 1 movies ever made. Journey to the Moon, more like Journey to the Trash Can. Because <laughs> Shrek 2's taking your spot. Okay, so, so I guess we can take the dragons and move on into. Is this just. Is this just Wildhead jumping the gun again, like they kind of do sometimes? Or are they like suits saying the future? So the, the title of the article is Newly Data Mined Partial Transmog Set Hits at Six Dragonflight. And I'm reading this, and, and I read it earlier, and I was just like, they're like, there's multiple color variations of the armor. Red, blue, green, black, and bronze. However, there's a six, and it looks just like the Infinite Dragonflight. Okay, it could also just be, you know, <laughs> one of the many leveling sets that you get <laughs> constantly throughout the beginning of the game. Yeah, it could just be the one, like, one that isn't associated with a Dragonflight, but it's just, like, the leveling set, yeah. And also, these colors are hardly even, like, red-blue. Like, they look kind of dingy. I'll send to you in host chat, Aaron, so you can peep these. Yeah, the, I mean, it's tough. The left half, the, I guess, red, standard, and black all kind of look the same. The blue, green, and bronze, that's the thing is they have a red that I'm like, okay, that's a red. And then they have an orange where it's like, okay, that could be red too. It's very, it's very muted shades of brown. And then you eyedropper a little bit of each dragonflight color into each one. I honestly think it's Wowhead trying to be clickbaity and they're like, or they're looking too much into things. I think they just chose six colors that look good on this type of armor. I I think the, the the I mean they're all they all are the same armor and recolored, but I do think they're jumping. I mean they're just main colors. I don't know. I mean the I, comments are pissed. <laughs> I can tell you from a creator's perspective, it's tough specifically right now to get the clicks on Warcraft content. So I understand the hustle. <laughs> okay, dude, these comments are amazing. Super so like. Thanks for the spoilers in the title. Warns about spoilers in the post, but put spoilers in titles. Change the freaking title. Those three different posts. And then everyone's like, someone's like, who cares? Like, that's not even a spoiler. You know that they're a dragonfly and they exist. It's not even like a spoiler that they're a thing. Someone's like, they're terrible journalists and rely on this kind of title for hits. Like, everyone's fighting everybody. But my favorite is somebody who's just like, y'all need to shut the fuck up. Go home and write in your diary, princess. Don't bring this to Wowhead comments. I'm like, what is going Whoa. on? <laughs> he said, actually, you you may be right and you may be wrong, but shut the fuck up and go home. Controversial. Starting fights with us against them. Starting fights in the comments. I mean, if the infinite dragon flight was in, I guess that would be neat. I feel like we've already covered that in previous episodes, but just like, yeah, gimme. Like... It's there's more story potential there. We haven't seen them in forever other than a brief cameo in Tazavesh hyphen Gambit. So yeah, bring it on. 
Yeah, I definitely think they're going to be present in Dragonflight, especially since we know that they're in that one tier dungeon. Whoa, okay, so there was, um, WoW made an, a post called, uh, Dragonflight Major Factions Overview. Um, I'll drop that in host chat, too. It's just kind of just, like, you know, they're, like, showing, like, features or showing, like, the, they're highlighting the factions right now. And so one of the factions is the Dragonscale Expedition, which is, like, you know, like, the dwarves or whatever that are, like, explore and dig up stuff. Um, earning renown with the Dragonscale Expedition is a gift unto itself. They make significant discoveries, including an ancient travel network, which you can be a part of. Okay, so Covenant teleports, right? You can progress, you progress through renown, you power up waygates scattered, scattered throughout the Dragon Isles that even your alts can take advantage of. Because <laughs> let me tell you, unlocking the portals on all of my alts and mains, uh, especially on Night Fae, like, has been really old, like, having to do it every single time, and I've done it, like, eight times now. I've done it on every Covenant for immunization. And then some of these things, uh, so, like, it's hard to tell if this is just, like, a fun transmog, or if it's, like, an item that does something. Dragon, dragon scale expedition vendors are found throughout the Dragon Isles. You can get tools like the Expedition Metal Detector and Sturdy Expedition Shovel to aid in your search for treasure. Or an Expedition Supply Kit to turn your Dragon Isle supplies into upgrades for exploration, rock climbing, and cataloging abilities. What the fuck is going on over here? So it sounds like, I mean, archaeology is soft dead. But it sounds like they're just bringing it back as, like, Archaeology Plus. Now you won't be flying to random zones. You'll be using your metal detector and digging things up and potentially digging things on, like, vertical rock faces. Yeah, or, like, maybe not Archaeology straight up, but, like, it's part of that Expedition Covenant or whatever we want to call it. Like, it's part of what they do that you'll be able to do in that. Is that zone specific? This is cool. Um... That's the thing. I'm not sure. Um, to earn rep, work orders. I'm not seeing like where, but like looking at the pictures, I it does feel zone specific because this one's like in a lush jungle area. The next one I want to talk about is the Tuscar, and you know, obviously they're living on ice and snow and shit. Um, so for the Tuscar, it's just like you know they have like a big blurb in front of it. You should definitely check this out. Like this is actually way more in depth than I thought. I didn't even so, see it posted when I got so to work. My question is. Will these work like covenants? It says if you choose their thing, will we go in and we can select any of these four guys? Because now that's a new moral quandary that I hadn't even considered yet. Yeah, so it's, it says here, I'll just, I guess I'll start from the top, how it works. The four major factions in the Dragon Isles are the Dragonscale Expedition, Iskara Tuscar, oh, you know I'm calling them Iskara Tuscara, the Maruk Centaur, and the Valdraken Accord. Each major faction's progression is unique, and this looks very similar to the Covenant system that they had going, uh, like the rewards. As you build rep with your newfound friends, you participate in a, in content fitting a variety of play styles to earn titles and rewards. If you're the outgoing type, you can also work toward gaining the respect and adoration of all the major factions if you wish. For those who like the added challenge, reach the highest renowned rank with each major faction to complete achievements. Which sounds familiar. I believe they said that you don't have to actually choose one and you can actually level all of them at the same time, I believe. Okay, I was like, because now I gotta, I'm like, it's like joining a clique in school. Am I going to be with the theater kids, with the goths, with the nerds? Like, I have to start reading up on these guys. I didn't know that. Yo, this sounds fucking shit. Sorry, I'm just going to keep reading the article right, right down the middle, which I know is a passe for a podcast, but you can hunt with the Shikar clan or escort clan A-leg to protect them as they cross the Onararan plains. I'm not fucking with the fucking Torn people or the, the centaurs. I, don't, I, can't, I can't say any other words. You can go ice fishing and help cook a feast for your new Iskarian Tuscarian friends or lay siege on Dragon Bane Keep in a public event to assist the obsidian outcasts in reclaiming their home. What the fuck does that mean? A public event? I picture it being like that fucking stupid end of the Death Knight campaign where you have to like go to war there but wait five minutes for it to start. <laughs> That's the, exactly what I thought. 
you go and slash one and you're like, Ugh, we need exactly 30 people to start this. 25 showed up. Please, anyone, can you please stand here so we can start our Dragon's Bane tower defense? Okay, so maybe the whole thing with the factions is maybe, like, you might not want to complete each of the things. So for the Iskara Tuskara... (laughs) You don't want people to know you're good friends with the centaur. They'd be like, you smell like quadrupedal stink. It's like, oh, no! So for the for the Tusk card, it says you can unlock exclusive fishing holes and tools to access along the way. Fish in three challenging and unique biomes with harpoons and collect fish with a net instead of a line. Take your catch back to Iskara to prepare a proper Tuskar meal. We're completing the community feast event where we'll reward hungry adventurers. And there's just a big Tuskar stirring this humongous pot of soup with a bone. So it sounds like fishing and maybe cooking are locked behind the Tuskar. I wonder if, like, whatever feasts we will be using are reliant upon leveling up the Renown or whatever they want to call it with the Iskara Tuskara. I'm just just imagining being, like, you started with the expedition. You're like, ah, I'm just going to hang out with the Tuskar. It's like, what ancient treasures are we going to find? And they're like, we don't do that. That sounds pretty cringe. (laughs) <laughs> We're cooking and fishing here, buddy. Keep all that city boy shit to Valdraken. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Uh, and so they, they, they highlight the net and the harpoon. It's just you catch fish with them. Or you use the harpoon to catch exceptionally big lunkers. And then it says, improve these tools by taking gathered reagents to a fishing workbench and having a Tuscar craftsman improve the capabilities. My first thought is, oh my god, that sounds cool. And then I'm like, wait. I'm just going to drag it into a box and then press upgrade. (laughs) That's literally all that is, right? I mean, probably. It sounds to me like all the professions are probably tied into these reps. And it's like the the new professions tab. So it might be more than, you know, just drag, drop, click, upgrade. It might be talent trees. Okay, so what do you guys think the centaur and the Veldraken are? Well, so, like, if the Tuskar are fishing and cooking and the archaeologists are the other one, what do you think the last two are? Well, the Veldraken one made it seem like it's just people who care about fighting. So maybe it's, like, blacksmithing and stuff for, like, armor. I have I have yet to actually read what the dragons are interested in, but just looking at the pictures, it was like... You punch a guy, and then you ride your big dragon motorcycle, and you do a sick flip. So I guess their profession is just, like, getting bitches? It looks like the Valdraken is... The Valdraken Accord, by completing various supply and crafting quests, work orders, exploration to get specialization points and unique materials, completing the weekly supply and crafting quests will earn you some rep with the Valdraken Accord, and the completion of supply quests will offer some rep for the faction directly impacted by your assistance. What the fuck? What is this? The other ones didn't read like this. This one reads like it's like, this helps everybody. But they're, they have images of dragon riding races. So they talk about dragon riding. And then they say, is this actually it's just kind of, is it just dragon riding? Well, maybe this is maybe this one's the easiest to level and it's just like everything you do across the entire zone because maybe it's like, because it's the main city, right? Yeah. So just, yeah, it's the main city and they just talk about dragon riding. So Also, I mean, based on nothing other than me just thinking like, <laughs> what do tribes people do? I'm going to assume the centaurs are all about uh, skinning and leatherworking. I imagine you'll be creating a lot of things with animals that you put down. Well, what if I told you that sounds pretty much what they're talking about? Those choosing to earn renown with the Marok Centaur can join a grand hunt. I mean, a grand hunt with Clan Grand hunt. Grand dad. Grand dad. There are 11 grand hunt locations and players will be rewarded for each stage of the grand hunt they participate in. These events are group content for five or more players to engage in combat against beasts, dragonkin, giants, and elementals. Players must complete the License to Hunt quest and have renowned six with a Mark Centaur to gain access to Grand Hunts. <laughs> These sentences are fun. <laughs> I'm sorry, is this just like Monster Hunter, but like in the Onaran Plains or something? <laughs> Ooh, Dude, that w- I guess that's just what 
raid bosses are. Never mind. I was like, imagine fighting like a grand hunt that is like 20, 30 minutes long, like a monster hunter thing. But I guess that's just <laughs> that's raid. Okay, the centaurs actually sound pretty okay. You get an animal, a powerful animal companion during hunts, and once unlocked, your companion will always be by your side. Oh, only during the grand hunts. I thought you would get to have it like in the open world period. There's escort quests. Oh, you know what? Fuck this. I don't want to do escort quests. I hate that shit. <laughs> get your backslashes ready, folks. We're going to be doing that RP walk as we throw, throw fireballs for the next 15 minutes. I feel like I'm really into the first two, though. Like, I'm not sure if I'm going to be joining the Tuscar first or going for the expedition first. I do really like the image of Wild Seed, hardened man that he is after all his years of combat, just making big soup with the chubby guys. I feel like that's a good fit for him. If there's anything cats like, it's fish. I mean, it kind of works that's out. That's true. He's a natural fisherman. Yeah, you don't need the spear. You'll just dive into those ice pits. They get it, but no, get out of the water. Not in our sacred land. It's pretty cool, though. I, I mean, I feel like it's a lot of information I definitely did not know. <laughs> like, was this like, was this in the beta? It's like, can, is it like what? I knew of all of these groups independent, just like they are the ones that will inhabit the Dragon Isles. But I didn't know you'd be hanging out with them to the point that, like, you need to upgrade your friendship with them. I wonder if it'll be time gated or like effort gated like covenants were in shadowlands it seems like their bigger emphasis or rather there is a bigger emphasis on you being able to do all of them simultaneously but will it be like you focus your you choose to focus your efforts in one and the other ones accrue xp slower that's a good point because so renown was was drip fed early on right you could only earn like 3 renown a week up until a certain point I believe, mm-hmm. yeah, it was two or three, depending on the week. Um, and, you, okay. and you would get your entire ass beaten if you left yours prematurely. So so they have an image of the Dragon Scale Expedition, and it looks like the last reward here is level 25. I don't know if that means they didn't finish 26 through 40, or if they're capping it at 25 for the first start. So if they're all 25, that's a fucking, that's 100 renown across the board for each of them, right? What was, what what's... That was our number 80 total. High 80, yeah. Well, originally it was just 40, I believe. Mm hmm. That's interesting. So, yeah, I don't know. They're probably going to cap it. You guys are probably right. I didn't even think about that. But, like, people are, are going to be so pissed at that. Like, they always are at the beginning of an expansion. That's also, and I don't know if this is independent of earning renown or earning reputation, period, but they just stated that that got boosted too. You're going to be doing a lot more effort to be getting friendly with all of these different organizations. Oh, right, because it's rep. It's not even it's not even like renowned pieces anymore, right? It's just rep. Yeah, those systems might be connected, but all I know is that the rep has been increased from I think it was like 1000 was the starter to now 2500, which is I that will definitely upset folks. Yeah, I thought this was the rep for uh, these guys. It's confusing because they 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 use the word renown and reputation in the same sentence at times. So, like, I think it's just that what we know as renown has been changed completely. But, like, it's weird. Seeing that word and seeing that UI, I just think you're going to get three renown a week. You know what I mean? Even though it's not the case. <laughs> Let's talk about the new Mythic Affix has a name. Ooh. Oh yeah, it's called like thundering, right? That's exactly what it's called, thundering. While in combat, players are periodically caught. In, we knew this part. Caught in a storm, storm passes, discharge energy that can damage and stun allies. Actually, they changed Ooh, that. We didn't you know, that, know we? that's gonna be like every raid mechanic. You're gonna shoot four energy balls out of you at a diagonal. This. Oh my god, that's exact. Is it gonna be like the fucking <gasps> the eyeball fight in in Karazhan? I was thinking more so, it sounds like Prideful in Season 1 of Shadowlands. It's yep. like the red orb shooting out. But I don't know if this is like all the time. It's just like all the time, but like, <laughs> I don't know. So it's, it's, it, it, based based on what I read, it, yeah, it seems like while in combat, every so often, every 20 seconds, someone will get it. And then it just everyone needs to scoot away from them. 
then this and quaking if quaking is still in the pool are gonna suck because thundering can damage and stun allies so like you're just immobilized and then quaking goes off and boom boom honestly this seems like a very punishing fourth day fix <laughs> someone's like you've heard of quaking how about quaking too says thundercat <laughs> toxic timbo says jesus this is terrible all right i don't know about terrible calm down well, I also did see that the Great Vault, the magic, I forgot the character we named who would, who would give Great Vault items out, but he will give stuff up to plus 18. Are we thinking that means that they're rewarding harder content or maybe they are reducing the abilities to like 18 will feel like a 15 if you catch my drift. So maybe things will be slightly easier. Yeah, I, I'm looking at these numbers, and it's really hard for me to tell if it is just them stretching it out. Okay, so what? It, currently, right now, if you do a 15, what do you get eye level wise in your Mythic Vault? You get max level, which is 304. And three, and you don't get that from Heroic Raid, though. Heroic Raid is capped at. 291-ish. 298. If you do like if you do like Jailer and stuff. Okay, so we have that reference now, right? So right now, on this sheet, on this new one that goes up to a plus 18, if doing a 15 in Dragonflight will reward you with a 408 eye level piece in your uh vaults, whatever we're calling it. Ooh, they're gonna ramp it up real quick. We're already 100 plus eye level. And it says completing that is 408 equivalent to a heroic raid piece. Now, if you do a 16, you get a 411 eye level. If you do a plus 17, you get a 415 eye level. And if you do a plus 18, you get a 418, which is 10 eye levels higher than heroic raid. Does this line up? This I think it lines up, right? So and then it says below that that the maximum reward from from the weekly chest of Firmithic Plus is four eighteen, which is in between like the lower and middle tiers of Mythic Raid, which like it is between like four fifteen and four twenty one. So that's interesting. And then the maximum reward for end of dungeon chest completion is four oh two, and that says. That's equivalent to the lowest tier of heroic raid bosses. Aranog, Taros, Primal Council, and Senarth. If I have to hear the fucking name Council in a raid one more time, I'm going to scream. We've had too many Council fights. Way too fucking many. It, it really is. They do need to dust off the big book of synonyms and name them something else. Or you just use a different word for a while. Like collective, the group. They totally could have just called themselves like, we're the Primal Trio. <laughs> like, honestly, I, I would take that. <laughs> we're the Primal Boys. And then they come into like a WWE entrance. God damn, it's the Primal Boys. <laughs> Get them out of here. They're bad. They're trying to ruin oh, our... Oh, come on. They're trying to ruin all the Azeroth. It's the goddamn Primal Boys. I want to see every single one of them broken and shot in the head. Oh my god, is he eating Moozy? What a heel! He's eating Moozy! You mean a hero? JR would love Moozy. Bastard. <laughs> that's because he, that's cause he was getting some from the grandma on the side. <laughs> Or hear me out, like maybe this, maybe like this primal council instead should have just been named like the primal board of commissioners, and they're just like you know, like every, every other boss fight is just like really like, you know, you're in an arena fighting dragons, and then you like enter like this big door, and then it's just like this office space with these dragons with like these primal dragons with uh you know glasses and suits, big ties. Uh, one of them slams down a giant suitcase and opens it, and it's like it sucks everyone in. It's like, oh no, he's giving us the business. <laughs> Make sure that you're on the outer edge of the arena before Garmalath slams his laptop down so he doesn't give you the business. Please stop being caught in the business. We've died to this so many times. Just get out of the business. So okay, overall, I think, I think this is the same, roughly the same, but like maybe they paid a little more attention to like the scaling. 
I think that honestly, an eighteen probably will feel like an eighteen, but they probably thought that fifteens were too easy to be giving mythic level raid gear in the vault. Um, so maybe they were like, maybe that requires an eighteen now. I'm just realizing we don't have a super special thing that we do anymore, right? Because there's no borrowed power. So we're just going to be attacking these with our own gumption. I mean, I guess the new talents give us new abilities we might be able to use. But, like, there aren't any special attacks or special abilities that we have anymore because we're not carrying anything magic on us. Do we know if they said anything about no legendaries? No, I think they said we're getting legendaries, didn't they? I don't remember. That's the only thing I think of that would be borrowed power. But there's been so many fucking interviews, I, I couldn't tell you. I just know that like we're not like taking the dragon shard and making a belt out of it, or like tucking the magic uh, uh, Alex Straza's special scale in our shoes, and we'll never trade out those shoes. We just we're just going to be going in there with gear. Yeah, Aaron, actually, you're right. I found like um, an interview article with uh, Mr. Ian Hazako himself, and basically the gist is that Shadowlands and Legion-style legendaries are not planned for Dragonflight, and that that type of customization is supposed to be found in the talent tree system itself. Well, there we go. There we have it, which, thank God, because I <laughs> can you imagine the nightmare of trying to manage a guild of people who like don't know their talent trees and also are wearing the wrong legendaries? <laughs> Oh, man. Even just thinking about all the talent trees and, I mean, play however you want to play, but people are going to have such fits where they're going to need a million zillion talent changers. Or it's going to be like, oh, this fight needs slightly more AoE. Let me get a thing. And it's not changing one or two options. It's like having to entirely rewire the spider web that is your talent tree. <laughs> Which is a good thing that they're letting us have like presets that we can just swap between and, and name them. <laughs> I hope they work because on the beta, I mean, obviously it was the beta, and on the alpha, obviously it was the alpha. Having to re-put in those things every single time broke my soul. And then we stopped playing because I'm like, I don't want to have to keep putting these in because because whenever like a new patch enters, obviously they have to change everything, right? They can't not change them. But I'm like, fuck, this sucks. I still have no idea what I'm playing. I I want. I wish we were gonna get a Voker sooner. Like, what's taking so long? I guess that's true. Yeah, we we all said. Well, me said October 25th, but we really don't have an actual confirmation. I thought that would have come by now, but we don't know when those scaly gentlemen are going to be showing up. Yeah, and they also implied that we wouldn't be getting the scaly men until at some point into the pre-patch they they kind of worded it to make it appear that we wouldn't get them right at the beginning of pre-patch mm, even so this is a this is a pre-patch event where we're gonna roll up on dragon cave and it's be like there's a huge boulder we can't move this boulder just yet and then the next reset that's when they lift it and all of our men fly out I think the idea is for it, them to come out whenever they end the Winds of Wisdom buff, because they don't want them to overlap with each other. So whenever that goes away, that's when we know that they're officially here. Oh yeah, also that's here. I don't think we talked about that last week, because I think it happened since we recorded, right? Yes, it is the, the fourth, two days ago, that arrived, and it's there. I have yet to go and continue my alt adventure, my horde alt adventure, but I'm glad it's there. Yeah, this is my chance to catch up on leveling. I think what my rogue, my priest, my hunter. I think that's all that's left. Some roast beef, a chicken, a pizza. <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna do it though, man. I found this class is so boring right now. I actually was an Ashran today instead. I I was like, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go get Warlord or Draenor. How's the adventure going? Have you accrued any more of them? I know you had Orc Slater from forever ago. Are you uh, the undead unliminator yet? No, I I don't know. I don't know if like all the Sylvanas players revolted and race changed, but I, there's just been no undead. I, I and like my team won. We we pushed to their base, wiped them out. We killed Volrath, which like doesn't happen that often in Ashran, because because killing him instantly wins the game. It's like Exodia. And I swear I got like three undead skulls after wiping them constantly. And I'm like, what the fuck? Are they hiding? Like, what's going on? I think they know I'm here. I'm here for you. 
I do think it was a national shame at the end of BFA. I think a lot of undead people might have race changed after they were they were the bad guys, definitively. BFA definitely had them being like, I'm going to gas children and love it. I'm renaming myself as Gas Childreon. <laughs> uh, any rational person would be like, I don't know about this one. And now they just like fell on the sword with their dark lady. They're like, if Sylvanas has to admit that she is wrong, I am unsubscribing from the game. When she <laughs> says otherwise, I'll come back. My name is Gas Childreon. We only get one name change. It's in the undead rules. What am I doing? Nurture Childreon? That sounds dumb. <laughs> Poor Gas Childreon. You know, maybe they could rename themselves, like, Gas Up Childreon. Like, you know, really, like, encourage <laughs> them up. to be the best that they can be. Dab me up. <laughs> you can do it. The 12th grade is hard, but you didn't work for 11 years just to give up. Gas, Gas Up Childreon is the bomb. Damn, she's so inspirational. Hold on, let me show you a cool trick. And then she'll hit the soda machine with her bony elbow and, like, an extra one comes out. But don't you ever do that, because obeying the law is important. In a weird twist of fate, she, the gas, child, gas up children ends up raising so many children that they become a dark lady of themselves. So they all look up to her. And then she says, wait a minute, I'm back to being gas children and passes on <laughs> the knowledge. And then now they do it again. This has all been a ruse for me to become the new Dark Lady. Let's get the plague bombs going again. Come on, come on. <laughs> it's been too long since we've gassed the children. <laughs> yeah, the Lord gassed up children. Gassed children is so high right now. Remember remember the big phlegm monster that we threw bombs at like a week ago? Let's get that shit going. That shit was hype. But you know what else is hype and it's been a while? I'm going to pull a time warp. Whoa, you know, sometimes, and I actually am going to pull a time warp that you guys explicitly told me not to do. So, oh, oh no, I, I don't remember ever denying you one. It must not be good if we told you not to do it. <laughs> oh, it's not. It's going to be actually kind of funny, I think. So, you guys have 40 seconds to name as many correct responses because there's tons of them. Um, to my question, um, <laughs> you know, we've done this for the other, um, classes that we play. Oh, no. Here. So, here we go. List as many named druids as you can in 40 seconds. On your mark, get set, go. Hamul, Hamul Rune Totem. Totem. Uh, Bear Mantle. That's Mal it. That's all of them. Malfurion. <laughs> Malfurion Storm Rage. Uh, Celestina Wild the Harvest. Seed. Um, uh, shit. Uh, uh Trilini, Vados. Um, uh, I can't think of any other druids. You name, once uh, you hit Bear Romantle, that was it. I'm like, they're all gone from yeah, me. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Fandral Staghelm. Um, oh, there you go. That's a good one. Hey, yeah, there <laughs> oh, you go. All I can do is, but yeah, that's do you good. Do you know so how poisonous this is? vibe for this last five seconds here. Yeah, do you know how poisonous this is in my head to admit that I know druid <laughs> names? I know one Drew name, and it's myself, baby. I'm my dad, I'm not fearing. Yeah, well, that one was easy to score because there's literally only, like, seven of them, and I think Aaron named four of them. Um, And that's even including Slide Whistle naming Wild Seed, I feel like. Did we miss any <laughs> prominent ones? Probably not. Let me pull it up just to be sure. I mean, because, like, as prominent as she isn't, Celestine is actually one of the few confirmed ones. Yeah, I mean, she's... Yeah, yeah the, she... the only the only Worgen Druid, period, other than Vados, if he didn't change. I think Betos is... Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm looking at this name, and I'm just like, I don't see anyone I recognize over here. <laughs> Who are these people? And the answer is no, we didn't miss anybody. Wait, is Naralex a druid? I miss Naralex. Yes. Yes, he is. That's what I should have said first. That was the first druid we ever met, I think. No, we went with Fury and casting those wins. Okay, so like here are like the the main list of ones that it seems are somewhat important you know obviously melfurion i don't even know who renzar great hoof is but he's part of the scenarian circle right. cancel i think we got it when she said renzar great hoof i'm like who the fuck is that never heard this name in my life we can, we can move on literally yeah. never heard of this man 
Literally, uh, yeah, these, these are, um, okay, well, actually, one that we we should know is Ulfar, the one that lives in the cave in, the, in Drustfar. That is true. He's new, but he is important. Oh, mm, well, I was going to say, what about gauge, gauge Druids, but, Gadir, but they're not Druids, are they? They're just... I guess, yeah, we didn't know what they were in life, we just knew they reincarnated as deer. So that, that felt very I druidic. I tell you their names. <laughs> Uh, shit. The the thing is, they were so fantasy names, and you're like, Aaron, they're all fantasy names, but, like, these ones were especially fantasy names. Sprunkalus. I like guess Fel- if we count... Feldruin. If we count Cenarius, I mean, I don't think you've ever named him. Not a druid. He's, um, he's a half-something. He's a, he's like a, he's like a, he's... You actually don't know if, if you, if you asked him, like, Scenarios, can you throw down a regrowth? He'd be like, I teach. I do not preach. <laughs> Turn to a bear. I can't. What kind of fucking Shit, druid are I mean, you? I mean, I'm yeah, not. that's true. <laughs> Malfurion's like, I learned how to become a storm crow. I am the first one ever. And that means that, like, Scenarius couldn't. Oh, Fandral Staghelm is the one that you can kill in Firelands, right? Yes, he becomes oh, okay. evil. Yes. Yeah, the fire boy. Okay, well, there we go. You guys told me not to because this is kind of, yeah, not very which, which monumental. Me up. <laughs> I, I was saying don't do it because I hate, like, druidic culture. I didn't know it's because there was only, like, four of these guys. Do they just give all the stories to the main ones? Wow, so you hate our culture. That's your problem is our culture? Mm-hmm. Mm, interesting. Yep. Mm-hmm. That sounds like uh, that sounds like something uh, somebody with no culture would say. I'm going to look directly at the screen and say the <laughs> the people who are the direct stand in for the British, I stand behind them. Whoa, whoa you're you're canceled. You're done. Well, I'm gonna reel it in real quick, and then just to like wrap this up. Basically, I want to say that like there, there's a there was a pretty long list of like named druids, but like then they cut it down to notable ones, and then in the notable ones, there's only like twelve of them, and out of these twelve, literally, I've only ever heard of like four of them. So I don't know how notable they are to be on this notable list. I guess it is tough when your class does not have a function called the Council of Six. Mages have a built-in six people you're supposed to know right there. The fact that they cut down the main list into notable lists and they the top of the list which is like losers, they're all it's just it's so dumb. Why aren't there not more prominent druids? Because we, the players, are the prominent druids. Also, the last thing I'll say of it, Leara at the very bottom there, I could not see the icon. I thought it was a gnome. I was like, shoo, gnome druids? We in in twenty-three. Oh, Warlord War Druid Lottie, we know her. Yeah, High Priestess of Gonk and member of the Zunichil Council. I love her. Okay, Slide, I hope you're taking that shot. Oh, yeah. Also, Celestine is labeled as a Harvest Witch, and that is such a fun title. I wish I could be a Harvest Witch. Taking my big, I'm gonna take a big hit from my loss, because we don't have any booze in the house right now. <sighs> nice. That's some wee. That's a weed. I don't know. That's probably bad audio. <laughs> He's just blowing air. <laughs> Overwatch 2 came out. Overwatch 2 did come out. It was real messy. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the back uh, eighth here. It's Underwatch yet again. I was real stinky for a little while. Yeah, so it is probably honestly the most fumbled launch I've ever been a part of. I mean, you know, DDoS to all hell. Um, I, I I will say I'm putting my hands up. I'm not defending it, but Diablo 3, Blizzard's other guy, that shit didn't work for like a week. The fact that we could sneak in like day two, day three, I'm applauding them for that one because 2012, they had a big fumbolino. And I will say, um, outside of the fact that like it's still like not 100% stable, like and it's kind of hard to get through the queues um which it's going to be down tonight like the night of the recording because they're trying to like fix it again but i will say that the gameplay itself is a lot better than it felt um when we were all in the beta several months Mm -hmm. ago i feel like they definitely did something to improve it and as far as new hero i do like kiriko she is she's pretty fun as a healer it is very interesting to see you grow up with Kiriko because I feel like you two are very much fighting weeb culture. So to have this little 
this little weeby girl. I guess she's actually from Japan, but listening to her, you could not tell it and be like, I, I love the, <laughs> I love the character, but hate the culture. I feel like you can't really avoid that in Overwatch and bunch of the characters though, right? That's like, yeah, so of many them. of the things they say are just like Sweden, Sweden. I am from the Sweden. Like they <laughs> distinctly only talk about the place they live. Other than the American guys. I've never seen Soldier 76 be like, I ate a hot dog the other day. I mean, he is gay. Oh. <laughs> That's probably why. And then they're like, we can't have that in. But people are going to think it's a gay joke. And then we're going to be done. But I was talking with Slide Whistle about this like off uh, pod yesterday, I think. I think part of the reason why, like, okay, first off, like, in the, as in the intro of the show, like we, we like eternally make fun of the way that she says, let the kitsune guide you when she alts. And I feel like it's particularly weird because all of the other alts are like fully in English when it's your your teams and then like in their native tongue when on the enemy, right? And then this is just like some weird hybrid of like <laughs> kitsune and then well, guide no, you. She, she, she screams in Japanese. Yeah, for the enemy, but like... Um, well, I feel like I, I feel I, like it would I, be more. I mean, I feel it, like it would, would be less weird. Would you rather she say fox? Like, would, yeah, would, yeah, or let, say, let like, the fox or, spirit guide you. Yeah, let the like let the spirit wolf guide you, or something like that. I don't know. Well, here is a Japanese fox, not an American fox. That's the thing is, I think it's a a proper noun thing where like you point at that thing and you're like, if anything, they should have given it a name. The backstory should have been like, oh, this is. Well, I guess it's it still would have been a Japanese word, but if it was named, then it would be like, okay, that's the name. I understand being like, yeah, just mix throwing in a random fun Japanese word, but I think it, it's a proper noun situation where that's like, the only name for this is Kitsune. It's weird that I don't remember hearing an enemy uh, Kukuro, whatever her name is, say it because I hear I hear it fairly often. Because like I face so I, many, so like, haven't I? I, not... I can't I can't tell you what it is because it's too new. I can't like sound it out, but I have. It does say Kitsune in the middle of it, and it sounds more real yeah, because it's yeah, surrounded yeah. by other <laughs> Japanese words. Yeah, because it's just <laughs> Japanese. She's yelling. Very interesting. But I will say my my personal biggest annoyance with um. Overwatch 2 is that like it's monetized so poorly like it's literally ten dollars for really old legendary skins like in like the equivalent and then it's super hard to get the coins in game now it's like impossible yeah I don't really know what they're doing with the monetization like I understand they're trying to change the package but it's insane that you can accidentally spend all of your monies (laughs) and then that's it I will say, so I'll just tell this quick story and then we can get out of Underwatch, but I was queuing for quick play and I, while I was waiting for my queue to pop, I was in the store and I was checking to see what these bundles were and one of the bundles was a Sojourn one and I was like, okay, well, and then my game popped, so then I was pulled into the game and then our online friend Bill at some point during the game started spectating so then as the game was ending, I went to message him. I'm like, oh, yeah, um, when did you get here? And then, like, because these Overwatch 2 games end so fast. It's like play of the game done. Like, because I feel like they're trying to get, like, rid of the to- post-game toxicity. Yeah, and, be- like... because there, there was a very distinct period, like a 15 seconds, even as it's, like, increasing your score ranking, <laughs> where people can sneak in and be like, yo, fuck you. I hope your mom falls off a cliff. <laughs> Yeah, so now it's just, like, instant play of the game, and then, like, you're out of there. So then I was in the middle of typing to him, and then I pressed enter just as the game ended, and we were, I was kicked back out of the game, and then I was in the shop again, like, and I was viewing the Sojourn thing. So me, literally, at the timing of me pressing enter, purchased a 2,000-coin Sojourn package. Roughly $20. Want. Yeah, $20 worth, and then, like, there's no confirmation, and it's just, like, confirming purchase, and then it purchased it. For reference, for reference, he didn't accidentally buy 20, he didn't, like, waste 20 actual dollars, he had these coins already on his account, so it kind of sounds like you, like, accidentally spent $20, like, like that. Well, so th- these are, these are 2,000 coins that I was going to save so that I could buy, th- like, the future two battle passes, and, like, you can only earn 90 of these coins per week, so it takes, like, three months to get enough to even buy a battle pass again no it's bad it's bad i was making sure that, that they don't know it's not like you swept the credit card by accident just now you know what i mean you, but it was that you spent all the things that you had saved up by accident Be- that that still sucks like that's still because like 
Yeah, because now I'm going to have to swipe a credit card for the next Battle Pass. Right. Unless the ticket gets refunded, which it, it I think it I think it will if you make a big if you just if they say no, I, you just do it again. Because and I will say, Blizzard, you fucked up. This was a, a big bungle. You had a bunch of groceries in your arm. You tripped and you spilt everything but an old orange on the ground. But I will say, they are trying their hardest to fix things, trying to pick up the milk and all the bruised apples. So I'm thinking that your accidental spending because of their bad system will be an Oreo cookie that they pick up and try and fix. And I feel like, yeah, just add, like, in a confirmation. And also, like, how often is, like, pressing enter, like, a like a purchase thing? You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of weird as well, isn't it? Yeah, I don't often make a, the enter key is, like, purchase, go! Like, buy those things. I almost wonder if you are paying with not enough fun bucks, if they'll be like, okay, are you sure? Because this is real money. Maybe you just got fucked over because you had enough fun bucks. So they're like, it's not like anything's being wasted. Yeah, so hopefully they refund this because I don't want this Sojourn skin. (laughs) But yeah, it's just weird. And now it's going to our top two bottom boot, medium moot. I have a top two this week. Well, actually, I feel like we can all have a top two this week. That is true. Yes, we all participated in a top two this week. Okay, oh, you guys are okay, you guys are putting down you guys are picking up what I'm putting down. Yes, and I will just say that like I, I will say like we can have a collective top toot here, and our collective top toot being that this last weekend we all attended TVCon 2.0. Gershom of Thrall's Balls hosted a good old TVCon 2, and we went to a we <laughs> drunkenly went to a hotel hotel room, walked in on a drunken recording, <laughs> and got more drunk with them <laughs> as the night went on. I introduced yeah. a fourth microphone just to really spice things up, just to really add some extra, some extra oomph. Yeah, Aaron was hiding a Yeti in his cheeks. <laughs> I, had to, I spread my cheeks like I was a, a Panamanian drug mule. <laughs> and what did I use this microphone for? Secret bathroom recordings. I have slide whistles pee-pee on recording. <laughs> the lost audio. I will say though that that bar in the loop was mean. They they were like that was you guys are too drunk. For, I'm like it's for a, for a place that was like not popping. Yeah, for like, for six customers to show up and it's just like no, you guys gotta go. We only serve water here. It's like oh, what the fuck? Like what kind of bar is this? You don't want people who are drunk being in here. Like no, we weren't screaming. We weren't belligerent. I think yeah. it's because like they had like a large show later that had like. Uh, like substantial cover for so that they didn't want us to like linger around until then or something like that but like either way it was that uh, was weird well the, the ultimately yeah who, who knows whatever we well, i was gonna say we got our pizza but we didn't get <laughs> i can't say that but yeah overall it was just nice to see woolly gershaw and meet bent for the first time in person um yeah it was just a fun time Batman. Now we call him the Batman. That's his nickname we made up while we were all that drunk. That is, and he better not be listening to this. Stay strong, Bent. It was Batman. It was Groshy Squirts. And it was... Woola. Woola. Good old Woola. Woola. <laughs> like like all friends from across the pond would Woola. say. It. Good old Woola. Woola. Speaking of funny names, here's a list of a bunch of them. It's me, the Chunker Quinn. Oh, that's the wrong note. There you go. Our specially named friends include Command Sergeant Major Tajela, fourth host of the podcast, Jamanki, Ahoy Vince, aka Nathanos, killed himself to see Sylvanas and she won't even pick up the phone. Ensign slash Drag Race, Azarin, Mitch, who wants the pod to know that the hunters of Unomos are barely boys. Crucifix, Carter K, Saracen Hawk, Joe DiGiorno down on. <laughs> Gershaw, Mistress of the Pumpkin Spice, <sighs> a leaf. Hoax, Ashen Growlina to say, for the horde. Vandalile, Generational Talent, Smarf, the Base Gourd. Slide Whistle says, Fuck you, you cunt. And for no particular reason, I'm gonna say this one with my normal voice. And Will, aka Tire, Trade Chat's Fallen Father. 
I guess I didn't say, I meant to say Craig, but I said cunt because I thought it'd be funny because it was Australian. That's true. It is Australian. It is no, Craig. I, I, un- I understand. He did specifically, so I think yeah, you owe yeah, him. I think I have to redo it. I think you owe him an apology right here. Slide Whistle says, fuck you, Craig. There you go. We got a new one on the board. <laughs> Uh, if you guys want to send us an email with your best fuck you, Craig, impressions, or send us one at do not pod at gmail.com or to me at navarracoffin at gmail.com. Why did I almost say our literary musings? I never say that. <laughs> You've never said that. <laughs> Wooly really fucked us up with that one at the end of the last episode of theirs. Check out our literary musings at do not relent on live journal. Is that right? Do not relent at livejournal.com, but yes. That's where we are, baby. What about you guys? Where can we find you on the internet? That extra hit, hit, let me tell you. <laughs> you can find me, Alex or Immunization, on Twitter at New Era Alex, or you can follow our podcast Instagram account on the gram at Do Not Relent. You can find me, Aaron the Human, at TheBigAcheesy on Twitter.com. Uh, Slide Whistle took care of my middle thing, so I'll just say you can find me streaming videograms at twitch.tv slash Aaron DNR. I'm going to be streaming more because I quit my goddamn job. Ooh, also, um, you can join our podcast Discord at donotrelent.com. Yeah. Well, all right, folks. Time to pack it up and head home. You don't got to stay on this wagon, but you got to take the next stop off. See you next week. And remember... <laughs> oh, yeah, and the next stop off... Remember to rest your spurs. You rode hard and put away wet. (laughs) Claw your saddle, rash cream. Don't die of the chlamydia on the Oregon Trail. And remember, that's, that's the real one. Another down. Do not relent. Do Not Relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network, representing U.S. Proudmore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish. Y'all come back now, you hear? 